Scarpins Audio. Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, a show about weirdos, with your hosts, John Fahey, Aaron Peter, and Matt Brutzone. Hello folks, welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, it's a show about weirdos, doggone it. My name is John Boy, it is John Boy time, I am your host, John Francis Fahey, joining me as ever, your pokey, your cumbie. Gilbert Gape, Squirt Reynolds, <laughs> dude, I love Squirt Reynolds. <laughs> Hans Puber, uh, your uh, like Hans Gruber, uh, yeah, yeah. What about yeah. Hans Groper? Uh, Hans Groper is great. Uh, 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 Skeeter Fonda, uh, your uh, Peter Fondler, Peter Fondler. Uh, good, John. These Dar- good. Darth Maul Lester. Oh, I like boy. that a lot. Uh, uh, you are Michelangelo's David Duke of Knee. I'm Aaron the Duke Joseph, of Knee. Aaron Joseph Peter. How are you, buddy? Man, I am good. I am good. Um, how are you? I'm great, man. Skeeter Fonda. Skeeter. Skeeter Fonda. Fonda. You penis hopper. <laughs> you whack Nicholson. <laughs> I am whack Nicholson. Um, I am penis hopper. That's so dumb. Hmm. It's terrible. Is that Dennis Hopper? Mm-hmm. It's so ridiculous. No, it's no Squirt Reynolds. Dennis Popper. Uh, uh-huh. That's nice. Matt? To your hi. right, my left, handsome Matt Brousseau. It's Frenchman just like Gaul. Hey, hi. Just Tell like Gaul. It's just like Gaul. <laughs> yeah, well, you wish, pal. Here's the uncut gem. Yeah. That's true. You ever want people to tug on it with their teeth? Oh, God, I would. Is that true? What? The faux skin. Why? I don't know. They, are they my rabbi? No, no. That's that, what they do to take it off, that isn't would, it? That would be your moil. Oh, excuse mm. me. You're right. Clearly not a Jew. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, for many, for multiple reasons, obviously. Well. Can I call you Moyle? You're not ha- circumcised. That's one. That's I, what I mean. Can I call you Moyle Haggard? Yeah, that's good. I like that. I like that. That's good. <laughs> Moyle Haggard. <laughs> it's handsome, yeah, man. Cokey for Muskoki. <laughs> Dude, I think if I, you know, you can, you know, that you can like um, get foreskin extending kits. Yeah, man. We talked about it a lot. I know, yeah, but, but like, know, I, got, I got one. It was called Birth, Aaron. No, 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 no. This you, is you have foreskin privilege. Okay. See, it extends when I want it to. The expansion no, pack. No, it retracts yeah. when you want you're it talking to. About- and the splat pack. Oh. Wait, wait, you're saying your foreskin extends when you want it the to? You can will it. You mean it retracts? No. No, 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 no. The head is always You don't know how it works, Dude, Aaron. I know Aaron, a lot. You don't know how it works. You know, it's a typical straight man. Doesn't it's know the how- tip of the straight man. <laughs> Do you he- call it the shitterous? <laughs> What he's got? He's got the thing where the foreskin gets hard and the, the penis the, yeah. flaccidates. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so you he, basically have labia. Well, no, no, no. It's a, it's a, you know, a circular thing. He's actually laying pipe. You know what I mean? I'm, a, get, I'm actually an ungrower. Mm. Happy very very ungirth day to you. <laughs> um, I love Earth Day. I'm thinking, if the fans have any input. About getting one of those foreskin extension kits. You basically like super glue on some weights. 
Yeah. And it just tugs on the fucking things. And you want them to do it, not us. No, no, I'll do it. You'll do it. I mean, do you want to do it? As a goof. I don't know, man. Here's what I would do. Here, what I would do if I got a nice prodigious foreskin. Yeah. What would you do? I would... Chew on it. No, 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 no. Keep it chewing. Well, is that, the, is that what the yoga's for? I'd, I would either only extend it halfway, so I got a mock turtleneck, mm. and girls think I have, wow, this guy's uncut, but the tip's hanging out like hardcore when he's flaccid, mm. which is nice. Or what I would do is grow it out full way, and then I would tuck it back all the time. And I have like a decorative um, pattern on it. Yeah. Like a, a shirt collar mm-hmm. with paisley. Or something. Oh, that's sure, funny. Sure. That's Just funny. Just because, you know, I'm used to being uncut, uh, to being cut. Yeah, I, get, I, I, I wouldn't mind a little decorative foreskin. You could do a tattoo I don't, on I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah. You know how people do this? Like, ah, oh, toilet. <laughs> like on the inside of the lip. A lip tattoo. Yeah, I would do it that. I would toilet. do an internal foreskin tattoo. You do? Mm. What do you want to say? One ring, one ring to rule them all. You no, okay. you know what I think you should say? Yeah, it's an elvish and elven or whatever. I think, Alvin and I, the think, I think you should say a fine rope for it. <laughs> Perhaps a gorgon's own. A fine rope for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the top rope is Aaron Joseph Peter. Uh, we just took the photo shoot uh, with the uh, the tattoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to go up on the Instagram probably tonight. Should we do in the morning? The fans have been yeah, so but, mad. We got to give it to them like right away. Yeah, but now they're going to really No, but, you, no, but they, they're, the clamoring is like you can't give in I to love that. You, right. the clamoring. You, you, you got to. Once they receive, they once they reach a fever pitch. The fever pitch is the juice. Got to give them what they want. Yeah. Got to break them off something. Mm-hmm. And it's got to be, be bumping. City <laughs> of Compton. <laughs> where it takes place. It's City of Compton. Yes. Actually. Uh-huh. Straight out of Compton. <laughs> I'm all out. Tr- straight? 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 It's short for cum pumpkin. And I don't know what that means, but Halloween's here. Hi, how are you? Mm-hmm. Don't give me that look. You're Guys, the, you're the uh, sicko. We had, we had, uh, wait, you know what? I'll tell you what. Do you want to hear something? Yeah. Yes. Do you want your hearts to be warmed? Yes. Do you? I love heartwarming tales. It feels cold right now. So yeah. I, uh, I was, I, my heart was warmed in, in, uh, the last, uh, 24 hours. No. People are going to be mad about me saying this, man. We got Abraham Nebgen and Trevor Stockers on. The Patreon in the last 24 hours, they just these, joined. These are our new uh, uh, subscribers. Yeah, you can get it. Where are they from? Where are they from? They sound yeah. like weird places. Well, they're clearly two uncut gems themselves, or maybe cut gems. I'm not sure. Uh, they just joined, and it was very sweet. And there's gonna be a lot of people that are like, I've been subscribed for 28 months, and nobody's ever said my name. Listen, I love you too, okay? Yeah, no, uh, I, we just you know, at, at the last uh, did they. The the last the, like week there's been a couple of people that message say I've listened to everything and now I'm doing now I'm subscribing. It's so and fun. I, I wrote it's them, so fun. They wrote me a very nice wrote us all a very nice message and I wrote them a nice message. Back. Yeah, Thank guys, you, you have no idea. Sweet. I uh, it is very sweet. Um, also, was it Skip that did the flag? I told you not to say. It. I didn't tell you. I to know. Say no. Well, here, here's the thing. Skip. Here's the deal, man. Here's the deal, man. I'm I'm gonna level with you, man. Uh, We're drunk if, during most of the if, show. Yeah, if, yeah, uh, I've been sober in years. Uh, I don't remember half of the profiles. I've like, been on a twenty-year bender, and I think Skip sent us the uh, "Kill for Inner Peace" uh, flag. And uh, but if he didn't, please tell us. Who if, yeah, if he didn't, man, I'm so sorry. Uh, uh, Is that hack dead? 
It is. Back then, yeah. Uh, but we used that in the photo shoot. We used, of course, Dodgers' uh, great uh, artwork as well. And if you've uh, got any nudes you want to send us, no, we'll throw them up on my refrigerator. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's happened. Um, but please do. But yeah, uh, guys, girls, what guys? Whenever you message us on uh, Patreon or you send us anything in the mail or whatever, like we open. Uh, if you if you send us a message on Instagram, like we always uh look for you know, like anything you're saying, we don't always have the time to get back. But uh, a couple of requests. Uh, somebody was saying essential comic list. So yes, somebody yes, else was yes. saying, uh, just like basically tell me what kind of like you're watching, reading, listening to now, whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we, that haven't, we haven't we haven't done one of those. Thing, but yeah. that's kind of more of the stuff we get into on Patreon. So it is. Yes, subscribe yes. on Patreon. It is five dollars a month. You get an extra episode <clears throat> per week. Yeah. Uh, we get together and we do the same shenaniganery uh, t- twice a week. Once yep. for the once for the you know the freeloaders. Mm-hmm. And once for the hardcore guys. Yeah, yeah. You get your uh, mini profiles. You get your just hanging out. You get your connections. Uh, last time was so fucking God tight. Damn it! Now you guys love the connections. I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. It makes me so happy. Yeah, me too. Ugh. Now, Aaron, you are doing a long-awaited mm-hmm. one. Uh, it was originally suggested to me, uh, Matt. You're wearing the fighting hangover shirt. Yes. Originally su- suggested by uh, Jeff Suing. Oh, Jeff Suing. Uh, right. Yes, Daddy. Wonderful, handsome wonderful man. man. Wonderful mm-hmm. man. Him and Jenny. Uh, Fantastic. Yeah. She's not a good man, but she's a good woman. She's... Uh, it's the Midwest. Uh, I don't know if they see gender there yet. Oh, they all are all about gender they're and all. race. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're great folks. And, they really uh, are. They are. I think the overall thing about this guy that Jeff wanted to do it for is, is uh, something we'll get to. But shout out to Jeff Suing. We love you. We yes. miss you. And... Uh, Hopefully, Aaron, you ho- just, you just hopefully I touch on it. You, uh, you just got back. I just got back from San Francisco. Yeah. Where this gentleman is from. Yes. And unfortunately, <laughs> I didn't get to like, I, you know, I was, you know, doing a little bit of research here and there before my trip to San Francisco. And, uh, and then I was listening to some podcasts when I got back to kind of touch up. And I found out about like all the different like establishments or monuments in his honor. There's a there's a fucking bar that's basically made and I didn't I fucking boned out. I totally fucked up and didn't go to any of them because I didn't know they existed during my trip mm. because I didn't usually boning out is good though. Oh I was boning out all weekend. Yeah okay well, that's it. Yeah. Okay that's uh, and I uh part of the reason that it I mean I booked this trip to San Francisco two months ago. But about a, mm, three weeks ago, I was reading slash listening to Sandman by mm. Neil Gaiman. Mm. Uh, a great, great comic. Yes. Uh, and for many years. And this particular character from history, as, are, as others, is in the book. In the comic book and in the audible audio drama, it is played by John Lithgow. No. Shut the fuck up, really? Oh, cool. dude, it's a who's who on that, bro. Everyone, if, dude, if you're not on the Sandman audio play, are you even trying? Uh, so this well. particular individual mm-hmm. is uh, somebody that this was the, the show was created for. Yes. Um. Not a special person. Arguably. 
but very eccentric highly and beloved i think almost the reception to him is as eccentric as the man himself yes and yes. that's kind of what jeff suing was getting at. yes what he was saying, like the, it's very much a San Francisco story. It was a thing where everybody just goes, "Yeah, okay, yeah, uh huh, sure, sure, let's go." Yeah, mm -hmm. and I think part of that is almost the uh, personality of San Francisco to be like hasn't changed. You know what? Uh, There's tons if, of these guys all if, around now. Yeah, if 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 uh, you know, fucking uh, men are, are are fucking marrying men. This guy says he's the protector of Mexico. Let's fucking go. Well, and also, like, do if you want to live on a tent over a sewer grate, sure. Who am I? Who's to say? Yeah, it. You know, yeah, I, think so it's little, heat, I think it's gone a little bit is. overboard there. Yeah, you want to take a shit right in front of the apple? You know, it's, well, I mean, don't give it all. It's away. gone a little bit overboard, but that he is totally like the San Francisco treat. Yeah. Um. So this gentleman was born Joshua Abraham Norton. Hmm. Uh, the 4th of February, either 1814, 1818, or 1819. There are sources that differ, but um, most, most uh, credible uh, historians and scholars settle on 1818. And he was born to Jewish parents, John and Sarah, in Deptford, England, which is now part of London. Mm. Um, and when he was two... Um, so this would now be, you know, 1820. Uh, the crown was basically subsidizing people to move to South Africa for settlement. Right. Colonization. Land grab. Yeah. So they, yeah. they, they went down to, uh, South Africa, South Africa mm -hmm. to basically Cape of Good Hope area. Um, and his dad set up a successful ship supplies business because that's where people were around. You know, it's, it's a big port. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, he was, I think they were one of two Jewish families out of, a, I think there was like, I think like a hundred families. But they originated from London? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, London would have a decent Jewish population. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, some of them were decent. <laughs> No, it's the same thing like you know, capital cities like Dublin. Yeah, if it, if you're a financial center, right, right, okay, very good. <laughs> or arts or science. Or, I mean, if you're a metropolis, there's Jews there. Right. Yes. Um, better way to put it. Is that a is that <laughs> is that nice? Go on. So nice. <laughs> so nice, dude. I didn't say they were blood sucking money lenders or anything. I didn't say they're people who bite the foreskin off baby dicks like you did. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said you were on a longer foreskin. That's what you said. I want it so Jew bites it off. <laughs> well, um, lucky <laughs> for luck. So it's lucky for that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so they set sail in Feb twenty. Uh, his parents, his older brother Louis, uh, he had a brother who was born on the ship on the way down. Nice. Uh, Philip. God damn. And um, his dad set up a uh, successful ship supply shop because, you know, these people are coming in. They got to get shit. Mm -hmm. um, and then over the next decade or so, fucking Papa Norton was popping out kids or popping kids into Mama Norton who popped them out. Mm -hmm. She did the lion's share mm -hmm. of that. Um, 
But around 1840, business started heading south. And that was because a lot of these people that came down there, they were from they were from England, many people, city dwellers, and they go down to South Africa and like, ah, I guess I'll be a farmer. Farming's easy. There's land everywhere. Oh, I want to do that. And they don't that. know what the fuck they're doing. Right. They send city suckers down to like, you know, the beach. Right. <laughs> in Africa. Right. And so a lot a, a lot of people floundered and failed and then But arguably like more like fertile land than the craggy fucking like stone laden English Well they weren't farmers that went down. Right. They so they tried mean, to be farmers uh, when they got there. I see, I see, so I see. Better better chance than England, yeah, they, but they still right. have no they idea. Sent what the a, fuck they, doing. they sent a bunch of haberdashers down this <laughs> It's like, oh, what are you going to do? Yeah, right. we can talk about it in episode one of Connections. Um, nice, dude. <laughs> um, so, uh, business started heading south around then. Uh, and Does he think his dad's business went south because it's the, the people he was, he was selling supplies to were failing and they couldn't buy supplies? No, no, no. He was selling... Um, a supplies for uh, ships. 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 Oh, yeah. And they're right. coming around. They're coming right. from India. The business, business went south. Okay. Yeah, the business went south for an, a number of reasons. Do I know what they are? No. <laughs> um, well, presumably, yeah. The the uh, thinning the herd of of the people that thought it would be something and ended well, up being could, a, yeah. sure, sure, sure. It, it could be that because some of the farms failed he didn't have provisions to sell to exactly yes, yeah, yes, yeah right yeah, yeah. so it's all you know the economy is very connected uh, and, and new new prospects always have that thing right it's, it's there's like, always going to be like failure when we weed was legalized in california all these people got into it how many failed and then they realized like yeah. oh and but while they were there they drove all the fucking market prices down. <laughs> yeah, but then they right. got the fuck out because they were like, oh, yeah, I thought this was going to be fucking like the gold rush. And then like it turns out like I'm not equipped, nor I do do I desire to actually do this, yeah, so I'm yeah. out. So we'll get to that. Right. That's a very apt um, or apropos comment. Um, now, Joshua's father, uh, um, John, started going bank corrupt uh and then his wife and two sons uh uh, uh lewis and philip um died <laughs> jesus christ they all died with like in a two-year period and then the company went bankrupt and so <laughs> so norton just peaced out uh the dad no, our no, because Nor norton's dad died too oh yeah yeah but he, he, he took the family like he so everybody was dead, no, but everybody died except the except, mom and I him. I think he had like nine other. The, some of the oh, family stayed, of, oh, but yeah. Josh left before his dad died. Mm -hmm. So who is our Norton's? His first name. Our Norton's first name is Joshua. Joshua. Joshua and so he's 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 bouncing on his own. Yeah, I think he had a little bit of a, a strain. I think he was just had a strained relationship with his father even though he was the firstborn well i mean probably some of that is because there's so many fucking kids and <laughs> which one are you at some at some point it's like you better get out of here because i gotta take care of these kids if you're not making right. me money and i'm not making money from this shop yeah. right. what the hell am i gonna do and then they're all dying so you better get out of here right so so live. norton's dad died in 48 but most accounts say that he left a little bit before then 
um, meaning Joshua left before Got his it. dad we died because his mom and brothers already had died. Business is kind of on. He's like, I got to go because, um, you know, uh, the year is 1848. Mm-hmm. And so he leaves South Africa and makes his way to the Americas. Some people say they made a short stop in South America, which would maybe make sense with some stuff that happened once he got to to California. Um, but I think he lands. I think he. I think um, he got on a boat, got to Boston, mm. and then I think he took another boat around the Cape mm-hmm. and uh, landed in San Francisco in 1849. What a fucking trip, man. Yeah, that's a wild. Uh, that's a wild ride right there to yeah. go all the way. You're like, well, I'm in Boston. What if I took a was like three month trip? Dude, yeah. honestly, sailing around the fucking Cape Horn is way better than going across in carriage, dude. I think also uh, he got yeah. to, he got to Boston. and He was like, how far away from here can I get? <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Like these people are fucking miserable. Yeah, <laughs> Fuck I'll sail to the bottom of the earth and back yeah, to get to San Francisco. Yeah. Streets are triangles. <laughs> and remember, there's show no tra- me where the edges of the earth are because I want to sail off. Also, <laughs> there's no transcontinental railroad. Right, right, right. You gotta go on covered wagons. Well, certainly at that at that time, yes. Taking in, in taking a boat around. Taking a boat. Gotta go. And I don't think there was the Panama Canal. Right. Plus, the boats can stop at ports, and they're not being like... No, because Panama Canal is what, Teddy? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so like 1890s. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So yeah. You got to go the long way, pal. Uh, so... <clears throat> yeah, probably Teddy. I think it was Teddy. In 18, yeah, sounds right. In 1848, the population of San Francisco was 1,000. Jesus. Three of them were named Dave. Just... No, I think like... Five hundred of them were named Chang. Okay, there were a lot of Chinese yeah. in there, uh, and that's great. Uh, in <laughs> by December, December, actually, they're all named Cosmo. <laughs> <laughs> by December of eighteen forty nine, it was twenty five thousand. Right, right. I mean, Shut the fuck up, really? In one year, gold rush. Good the God. 49ers. The place to he be. He was a 49er. He, Whether he meant to be or not. You're right. Um, <laughs> he wasn't there for gold. He was just there because he went. Why, why do you think he went there? Did, to escape the Irish in Boston. <laughs> in Boston that he, he meets them all. And, and Never want to meet their like again. Uh, you oh, know. No, no, here they are in San Francisco. It's the place <laughs> to go. Yes, exactly. Right. Uh, it's not New York, yeah. which is kind of a nightmare at the time. On, close no. to being a lot, run by gangs. New York, okay, oh, New York yeah. is still is always a nightmare. No, Aaron, a hundred percent. There was uh, well a freedom allotted, and a lot of it in the West Coast was uh, without politics, mm-hmm. and with so much more money, mm-hmm. or the idea, the the opportunity, the promise. For money. Yeah, yeah, the opportunity. Prom- I mean, go west, right? Yeah. And that is as far west as you could go. Mm-hmm. Um, Hawaii had been invented yet. Yeah, no, Hawaii had not been invented yet, although Hawaii does come into play oh here, too. It's great. But there is a thing there, too, where, like, you know, in the... It is the Wild West. San Francisco is still the Wild West. still the Wild West, and with a port, how much more dangerous it is, like we talked about in the Shanghai Calais thing. Mm-hmm. I just found out the same thing in Portland, man. Like, Portland, yes. Portland they were fucking shanghai people all over the goddamn well, place. Well, that's the thing about... That's where... That's most great cities have a port right there. Yeah. Well, yes. Well, Except was, L.A. 
It's an artificial port. Like I read, well, because L.A. wasn't a great city it, no. until, until they got water halfway through the the, the what, 20th it's century. Still not a great city. <laughs> well, but, it, but but there's a reason that L.A. downtown is so far away from its port, mm-hmm. um, and that had to do with the way that the Spanish crown um, uh, dictated the way cities uh, uh, would be built in the New World. And it's like part of it, like, okay, they got, there's got to be a port, but then you have to have like a presidio and it has to be this far away from this and all that stuff. And LA doesn't have a natural port. Long Beach does. Right. And so, yeah, I, I read this great article and I'll try and find it, but there's a reason. Is it, is it kind of like, you know, how like places like Alaska, Anchorage is their main city, but they're like, we want wherever Juno is to have something. Mm-hmm. So we will make that the capital. Oh. Therefore, there is like a, a there's a reason yeah. for people to live there. Right. Is it something like right. that? No. Oh, okay. It's not like that at all. Uh, but interesting point. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. All the great cities yes. all along the coasts mm-hmm. in the entire world yes. are either on a river or a port. Right. Yeah. I mean, the, the, you know, the last Patreon we did, you know, the, the Age of Discovery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, all boats were the uh-huh. trading uh-huh. medium. Right. Yeah. And so, and then when the train happened, river cities died. Ex- yeah. And then when the train went out of fashion, train you know, train stop cities went down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it was also like, yeah, the thing of like, here's the news. Yes. Right. What, right. Yeah, what, what's coming like around? It's like, well, let's fucking watch the water and see mm-hmm. who shows up. Mm-hmm. Like, that yeah. was- I think there was something with LA where the Spanish crown learned a lesson after like something in Baja or in Monterey. Like, like so- insulate a little bit. I think bit. they were like, yeah, you guys got to move just a little further away from the port. I think okay. it was something like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, if it's, if it's, yeah, if it's worth protecting, just, just move it away a little yeah. bit. Yeah, but yeah. now that we don't live in the age of like straight up pirates and empire, like it was before, you know, cities like San Francisco that, and New but, York are way cool. Like, but that was kind of the thing, like part of the uh, the freedom of out west was that, like, it still was kind of a little bit like that. It still yeah, was a little. Oh bit, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and it, well, Los Angeles well, didn't even exist at compared yeah, compared yeah, to the East Coast, yeah. though. Yeah. I mean, it would be like, oh, you know, no, there's there's not going to be any like you know, like swashbuckling bullshit like no. on the East Coast, like. You can still kind of get away with it out yeah. here because it was still kind yeah. of like yeah, California. We don't think, even know who's in charge. Yeah. Yeah. LA wasn't yeah. LA wasn't found until like eighteen eighty five or something like that, and so yeah. like, they were like, "Oh, we got these new rules, right?" Yeah. Um. So, uh, he arrived in San Francisco in eighteen forty. What did I say? Eighteen forty nine. Uh, and it was the it was still the the Wild West. Yeah, you know, a, a place of a thousand to twenty like. I don't think he got there in the end of 49. So let's just split the difference and say 10,000 people. Right. Um, the gold rush had just fucking totally transformed the entire economy and infrastructure and sure. attitude sure. tour there. Um, and, uh, you know, it was also like, it was constantly rebuilding itself and reinventing itself. Yeah. In between 1849 and 1851, the city was destroyed almost completely seven times by fire. <laughs> like, like the natural fire? Like, like, Oh, it's all, everything was made of wood yeah, and there's yeah. kerosene lamps and 
And they're all building next to each other. No, no there's no fire code. It's, it's right. Just, well, then they got brick. And, and there's no fire department, really. Uh, right. Uh, if there is, it's just four horses in a bucket of water. Yeah, and then yeah. another guy who sets the fire and says, I'm the fire department. <laughs> right. Well, in New York, it was a thing of like the fire department fights each other. And, right. But I, yeah. mean, I feel like in San Francisco at that time, they weren't, there weren't even enough people to have like firefighting gangs. Maybe, no, maybe, no, no, no. There were, like, there eventually would be those type of things, but not for fire. You need a certain level of, of, of city to, There's, to, yeah. to then go back down. There's a really weird thing where like, you know, Despite, you know, some of the stuff that happens, like, with, like, you know, we're saying, like, the John Holmes, the Wonderland murders and stuff like that, there is some stuff that is, like, it leads you to, un like, understand there is a L.A. underground, whatever. But for the most part, organized crime really didn't exist in the West Coast. No, it, it ended. You know? Or it, or it was so, like, diluted... By being invested in industry, like the film industry or something, mm -hmm. that it was... Sure, they, but they legitimized sure. themselves yeah, uh, into yeah, yeah. real estate speculation. Las the, Vegas. The movie yeah, industry, yeah. like specifically West Coast crime. Yeah. They just legitimized themselves into the entertainment industry, real estate speculation, and a couple other things. Read the book uh, 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 City of Courts by yeah. Mike Davis Ooh. is the book to read about L.A. Right. Um. Let's see. And okay, so so you know, Joshua was like the only surviving like adult son of his father and mother. And so most people agree that he showed up uh to San Francisco with a, a modest inheritance of about forty thousand dollars. Holy shit. That's which a... would be about two fifty K today. Nice. Which is nice. That's I mean it's not great. like Oh, mate, it's not. I mean, you show up with that. It's yeah, that, but that helps you get you on your feet better than if you had. Ball, I mean, you know, unless thing, you pay if you that. had two hundred fifty grand in San Francisco, what could you really do? Well, yeah, but but the housing, buy a the, closet. The housing market now wasn't what, what it you mean was now. Then. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's it is adjusted for that inflation. No, but that's adjusted for U.S. inflation, not San Francisco inflation. Oh, like the inflatable butt plug? Thing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. So you're saying that I mean, he, he, I think he, it's, a, it's a modest inheritance. He was still pretty poor in San Francisco. No, I don't think he was pretty poor. Okay, okay. I mean, he showed up with money. Sure. That's better than most people there. Almost yeah. all. A lot of them showed up. Most of them showed up with tuberculosis. To make, to make yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. He had some. He had some starting capital. Yes. It wasn't you know Vanderbilt money or yeah, yeah. but he had. Hey, I got I got some money I can do something with. Yeah, sure. yeah. Um. And so he was pretty good with his money. He invested in some real estate uh, because it, anyway, if you're going to invest in real estate, go to a place that's about to boom, right? Mm. And so I think he bought like three buildings on the corner right next to like Fisherman's Wharf or something. Yeah. Or whatever it was at the time. Yeah. Um, and he invested, he did some commodities trading and stuff. And so within like three years, I think he ended up making like $250,000 of that time's money. Right. Oh, baby. Yeah. So he, and, and he was well liked and got well connected yeah. uh, with the who's who of the day. Yeah. Um, he was able to build a shack that uh, didn't always catch on fire. <laughs> yeah. It was the love shack. Yeah. There's <laughs> glitter on the mattress and that's fire retardant. Well, there's a thing there too, though, where you go like, you know, the, the, uh, you know, the kind of like rookie move would be like, oh, go for the fucking uh, 
whatever you think the fucking gold mine is and like you know kind of like the pro move is to be like all right, there's all these people just like no. pounding paint. Invent jeans. <laughs> oh, yeah, or, or like there's gold all these, pans. There's all these people like pounding pavement looking for the fucking gold mine. That, it, that was it, his thing. In this area, I'll just, I'm not going to go mine. I'll, gold. I'll just buy that area while, where, where everyone's busy. Yeah. yeah. And I know people want to be. And, yeah. It's but, all the side. It's, you know, it's all the side in supporting industries that made all the money. Yeah. And that is something to remember. Yeah, there was I, I'm fucking with you know pre- preparing for uh, Howard Hughes, mm-hmm. and a big part of Howard Hughes' father was like he saw straight up oil like squirt out of the ground like as he was basically going by, and then he bought up plots of land. But the big thing he got it from was these tools aren't getting out good enough, and then he actually developed a tool mm. to like harvest the oil faster, and he was just like. Well, fucking anybody can use this shit. You right, know? right. So he didn't really make his money in oil, but he made his money in like oil convenience. Yeah, <laughs> you know? see the thing everybody is using and make that better because then everybody, yeah, all of those people and, then buy it. And then that was just yeah. like, but yeah, the Hughes like dad was basically in tools. He wasn't really in oil. You know, I was, um, I was in San Francisco. I I, I, I gathered, yeah. Uh, Totally fucking biffed and didn't go to the Hank Pym house. Right. Man, I drove right by it. Yeah. Should have stopped. Yeah, you know. American icon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Uh, Hi. Hi. Heard of Endgame? Yeah. There is no Endgame without him. Anyways. (laughs) You heard it here first, folks. Anyways. So um, he worked his way up the real estate market, commodities trading, and um, he was a by 1852 he was a prosperous, respected citizen of the city. You know, would go hobnob and rub shoulders and whole nine. I love that. And in and then in 1853, China, <laughs> uh, they had a famine. Yes, I would imagine it was probably caused by the British. In some way, <laughs> I imagine there are like uh, opium rice, whatever. Well, that, to be fair, they have caused their James, own. James Burke's got to know. To be fair, they have caused their own. Uh, yes, but this was before uh, Lysenkoism. <laughs> um, uh, I think. Uh, uh, oh, and so what happened was they um, China uh, ceased all exports of rice uh-huh. around the world because they they got to have it for their own people, right? Now, you know how much San Francisco loves rice and roni. Oh, dude, it's a San Francisco treat. Mm-hmm. I mean. <laughs> and the large, the large Chinese population there, mm-hmm. etc. So, total Josh Norton goes, we got to get some rice. And he gets word on the street from one of his boys, maybe working down at the docks. He goes, listen, man. That by the way, that embargo or that that um, uh, embargo on exporting rice, mm-hmm. it sent it the price of rice uh, from four dollars. I'm sorry, four cents a pound mm-hmm. to thirty seven cents a pound. Christ. And so he gets word from a guy that works down the docks. Like, listen, tomorrow morning there's one ship coming in from Peru mm. with a fuckload of rice. And they'll sell it for twelve cents. 
Better right. than kicking the balls. Yeah. So he fucking liquidates pretty much all of his money. I think he buys like $75,000 worth yeah. of rice wow. from this boat. Now, how he, much is that per grain? I. <laughs> <laughs> That's not rice you're eating, Michael. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know how much per grain it is. Um, Think about it. Yeah. Think about it. <laughs> Put so, it together. <laughs> hey, Siri, how many grains of rice in a pound? 29,000 grains. Oh. Christ almighty. Now, that's long grain white. Who? He was an Indian chief. <laughs> Boy. Uh, so... <laughs> What? Huh? Who? I don't even know. He liquidated. Go ahead. So, um, <laughs> he's liquidating. Is that a site? Liquidating. Uh, so, um, what he didn't know, and what he wasn't told, and perhaps he wasn't smart enough to know this. Jesus Christ. Like, for the next week, Ships came in from Peru with more rice. <laughs> so all the rice. And it dropped the price down to three cents. Oh. I mean, we live in a worldwide economy. Hmm. And so he's got all this expensive ass rice. He's like, this is fucking bullshit. This violates my civil rice. <laughs> I mean, now they're making a grain of truth in that. Oh, don't you dare. Don't you dare. It's too late. Here. I mean, he was steamed. Dude, you wrote all these jokes. No, made it you up. Wrote, I literally made it up right now. You wrote those jokes. Dude, I barely researched this. I don't have time to write jokes. <laughs> <laughs> great, great. Thank you for, for Is that a good self we're, we're, we're going to s small claims court because these are very small claims. <laughs> these aren't clams. So you wrote those terrible grain jokes. <laughs> um so he did go to court. He took that he, he to try and get himself out of this jam. Is that? There's no no no. I was like uh -uh. pickle jam. Uh. So um, <laughs> he uh, he went to court to take to get out of the contract, and he said that oh the, the sample rice that was shown was not of the same quality that actually came on the boat, and it was like a. Uh, fucking four year protracted legal battle over rice over and he won in a couple of the lower courts mm. but then it went to the California Supreme Court and they decided against him you're shitting me and he had to like um eat all that rice <laughs> it was just every day he's just shoveling it yeah he poured it into the ocean $48 of rice and then it <laughs> day in day out just Rice, rice, rice. I mean, you got all the rice you rice. could eat. God. All the rice in Peru. Um. So he basically uh, lost his shit. Lost his shit. He had to um, like sell all his buildings, and he declared he he eventually declared declared. Um, bankruptcy. He, he bought so much rice he did to declare bankruptcy. He built a house out of rice. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the rice is wrong. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's it's really shitty. And, that, and this seems to be like... But also he was kind of trying to corner the market. Yeah, he was it's trying a, it's to a little be bit, shitty. It, he, I mean, listen, 
he maybe he wasn't trying from everything that we know about this guy is that he was not a manipulator or a, like a greedy person. Now that may be because of after this, but he always had like a he seemed to have a good sense of what right and wrong is and how to care about people. He's just saying like, oh man, there's no rice. Fuck, I'll get all the rice. Mm-hmm. I'll buy it at 12 cents because people are paying 37. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll sell it at 15. Sure. If there's no rice in San Francisco, right. I'll be the rice guy, right? Um, And so he rolled the dice with the rice. <laughs> and... uh. The the bank foreclosed on his real estate holdings to pay the debt. He filed for bankruptcy in 58. And then he, like, just moved into, like, a boarding house. Jesus. And, like, he hadn't been seen for... As far as we know, we haven't, like, seen him... He disappears for a couple of years. And, um... So now it's September 1859. So he's, what? Third... Almost 40? What is he's... he's Born in 1820? Uh, he was born in 1818. Or 14, or 19. Mm-hmm. So he's about 30. 1818 is, is the consensus, he right. said. So, and it's 59? Right. So he is 41. Okay. So now he's 41. Nice. And uh, this is where he just fucking reinvents himself. Mm. Uh. <laughs> He takes matters into his own hands. He's disappointed with the state of the Union. You know, it's 1859, and there's a lot going on in the country. Certainly. You said it, neighbor. You know, (laughs) there is, um, you could say, a minor disagreement Mm. going on betwixt the North and the South. Sure, sure. Strife. Truly. Yes. What, What do we do with these new states? What do we do with Kansas? Come on, let them have those people. Should they attack each other? Well, was, yeah. Apparently, there's a Mason Dixon line. Uh, there are plans for a transcontinental railroad mm-hmm. that probably already had laid the tracks. Mm. Um, so the country is changing, the country is in turmoil. Uh, and he's like, man, you know, and this is what he would say to people even when he was like sane and like well known and established you'd be like man fuck i can run this country in my sleep <laughs> fuck you dude. he could say shit like that he was the, like the there's so who... many problems if we just had like an exact he he did appreciate american democracy and the mm-hmm. republic yeah but he was just like it's not living it's not doing it right, right. if only there was a rice man in yeah. charge if only there was a guy that like failed at business <laughs> i wonder who this reminds me of if only there was a man that failed tremendously at business yes. to yes. to head the ship. Yes. Hmm. So. Who who made all of his money up? His parents. Yeah. yeah. Oh come on! He did have a successful you're, business you're, no, for a I, while. Not Trump. No. Talking about Norton. Yes, you're right. Norton was also well liked. Sure, but there are similarities. Uh, but there's, I would say, even more differences. Okay. okay. Well, hit me. Um, September 17th, 1859, he, uh, he goes over to the San Francisco Daily Evening Bulletin, Mm. and he hand delivers the following letter. Hell yeah. Quote. (laughs) I imagine. 
Should I do it in English accent? Whatever the fuck you want. Well, mate. he's from. Well, but me. then he went South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't change his accent. His it happens all the time, dude. At the peremptory request and desire of a large majority of the citizens of these United States, I. Joshua Norton, formerly of Algog Bay, Cape of Good Hope, and now for the last nine years and ten months past of San Francisco, California, declare and proclaim, proclaim myself emperor of these United States, and in virtue of the authority thereby in me vested, do hereby order and direct the representatives of the different states of the Union to assemble in Music Hall of this city on the first day of February next. Then and there to make such alterations in the existing laws of the union as may ameliorate the evils under which the country is laboring and thereby cause confidence to exist both home and abroad in our stability and integrity. Signed Norton, the first emperor of the United States. Good move. First emperor. That's right. And uh, Fitch was the guy who ran that newspaper. And uh, he printed that that night. Oh, he was like, that's... dude, this is good. Yeah, bingo. He showed up like well-dressed, like he was well put together. Yeah, and they're like, fucking nice. This yeah. is too good to be true. Check out my man right here. <laughs> and they put Are it in the there, nice you know, they, they published it as a you know, joke, right? Yeah. Uh, but this was the beginning of his 21-year reign as emperor? as emperor. Oh, my God. And protector. We'll get to that. George Washington would be uh, rolling. Later... Over. Uh, once Mexico invaded, Me- uh, I'm sorry, the United States. No, once France, Napoleon III, invented, uh, invaded Mexico, mm-hmm. is when he declared himself protector of Mexico as yes. well. Oh, okay. Smart so move. that's where he differs from Trump. Smart move. Um, I take care of Mexico. I'm the best. <laughs> I protect the French. Nobody's protecting Mexico right now. It's basically me. So I'm the Emperor of the United States. I'm from San Francisco. Gay shit's fine. <laughs> In fact, I I love it's, it. It's actually the best. It's really cool. Someone got any gay shit? <laughs> Send it to me. Um, I ask the guy at the Tiki Theater. You got any gay shit? Oh. <laughs> Maybe so. Well, happy. he's got poppers. <laughs> got any gay shit? No, bummer. Oh man. Bummer's right, pal. <laughs> so that's October. Okay, and then, so what's that, February? Uh, that's September 1859. In October 59, I mean, he would just issue proclamations. like all the time. Well, he's the emperor. What do you expect? Yeah, you got to proclaim it. Well, these are executive orders, basically. Yeah, that's right. If, I mean, you can't have people forget about you. Uh, October 12th, 1859, he establishes a, 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 a proclamation in the newspaper to formally abolish uh, the United States Congress. <laughs> Pretty good. Good idea. Uh, in it, he observed that, quote, fraud and corruption prevent a fair and proper expression of the public voice, that open violation of the laws are constantly occurring, caused by mobs, parties, factions, and undue influence of political sects. That the citizen has not the, that protection of person and property to which he's entitled. Making a lot of sense. Uh, and I think that was also the one where he, um, I believe that's the one where he declared himself protector of Mexico. Um, I mean, right, right idea, but uh, those people have the power. So it's going to be hard to yeah, but he's for you. Emperor, dude. And yes. he has clothes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that we know of. 
No, there's pictures. No, he's yeah, he's got close. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's close. Oh yeah. And he lives outside, which is nuts. <laughs> and then um well, no wonder he needs clothes. Yeah. So then later also uh, in eighteen fifty nine, um uh, is when he declares himself protector of Mexico because Napoleon III. Did they have there. anything to say about that? Mexico? The, they loved it. They oh. fucking hate the French. Well, yeah. That's why you have Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's true. No, I'm not saying that's not true. I'm just... I'm sure they were cool with this cool guy in San okay, Fran. Okay. Uh, <laughs> which I, I, they I, stole from Mexico. I, I, I don't think they heard about it. Probably. Well, that's it, probably... It's the same thing as the Mormons baptizing Gandhi. Yeah. Later, do you think later the entire country is the, the entire country would eventually hear about him? Mexico, some of them, yeah, yeah. I think he actually spoke with the um, he was in touch with some people from Mexico. We'll get to it, okay. Um, uh, then you remember sometime in um, late 1859, there was a man named John Brown. Familiar. Oh. John Brown led a sa- uh, slave revolt. Yeah, John Brown's army. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was um, hanged. That's right. He really was. He, now, John Brown is what we call a real-ass ally. <laughs> None of you fucking losers out there that put a black fist on your phone or you buy coffee from a black-owned coffee shop. Yeah. You're not an ally. John Brown rode to his fucking hanging like, here we go, here we go. Can't wait to get hanged. And uh, his his son died with him and... uh, I mean, and was encouraging slave revolts everywhere. I mean, this dude's an ally, so go fuck yourself. You do nothing, people who want to feel good about yourself. Um... Am I wrong? No. I, I don't even know what you're pontificating about. I don't know what you're saying. I'm saying that a lot of people call themselves ally by doing token acts. Yes. That's true. Virtue signaling, so they can call themselves ally and feel good about themselves. Right. Me, but- I know that I'm 51% an ally because I don't do much. Okay. <laughs> good, good. Is that right. fair? Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Thank you. Right. Uh, Norton, <laughs> uh, uh, in December of 1859, Emperor Norton I dismissed... Governor Wise of Virginia for hanging John Brown and appointed John C. Breckinridge of Kentucky to replace him. It's a good move. I approve of that move. Um, didn't one of the blue rats. <laughs> That's right. He didn't. No, nothing. Uh, nothing that happened with that, did it? Uh, I don't know. Probably not. No. Okay. I don't think they got word. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, I don't think he brought John Brown back to life. Yeah. Well, no, that's not what the the point was. The, point the was emperor just... of the Caesars decreed that you're no longer. <laughs> yeah. Well, I better step down now. It's uh, your turn there. Uh, uh, the following month, uh, this would be uh, November of of fifty nine. Uh, you know, Norton found out that uh, Congress wasn't dissolved. He was like, oh, shit, bullshit. I'm the emperor. What do I have to do here? Um, he. Uh, what did I say? He summoned the. Say? Dissolve the motherfucker. Am I the emperor? You got to dip him in acid. Uh, Norton summoned the army to depose the elected officials of Good the move. U.S. Congress. Smart uh, quote. Whereas a body of men calling themselves the National Congress are now in session in Washington, D.C., in violation of our imperial edict of the 12th of October last, declaring said Congress abolished, whereas it is necessary for the repose of our empire that the said degree should be strictly complied with. Now, 
Therefore, we do hereby order and direct Major General Scott, the commander-in-chief of our armies. Here's the thing. The president's the commander-in-chief. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, he's the emperor. Whatever he says. In his, my his regime, law. he's the commander-in-chief. Yeah. Uh, Technically, it's yeah. the president. <laughs> <laughs> Commander-in-chief of our armies, immediately upon receipt of this, our decree to proceed with the suitable force and clear the halls of Congress. Fuck out of you. Fuck out of you. Uh, his orders were ignored by the army. Once uh, <laughs> again. And Congress likewise. How? What are they? I don't know. <laughs> uh, likewise, uh, listen, it's a lot easier to declare yourself emperor if you get there elected once. Mm. And then you can just do yeah, it. Yeah, well, that's the right. thing. That's what yeah. we're about. To um, uh, so, um, you know, Congress and the Army didn't uh, pay attention. I, I think the Army, I don't even think Scott got the letter. Yeah, heard about it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. <laughs> the Emperor says you must... Take, take uh, further, uh, further decrees in 1860. Is the emperor the woman I'm sleeping? <laughs> <laughs> now you gotta suck the emperor's dick. <laughs> um, uh, 1860, he ordered the dissolution of the republic and forbade the assembly of any members of uh, of the former Congress. Uh, and he would just be always kind of against the elected leaders of America for the rest of his life. Yeah. Straight uh, up. Dictator. Yeah. Well, I don't. I, don't, I, I think he was just so disappointed with these pieces of shit running the country at the time, and how like, you know, one of the things that I, are I you doing the apology for fascism? No, not at <laughs> all. Too slow moving. What Empire is different than fascism. He meant well. Fascism wasn't invented until the 1900s. Okay. What Caesar? <laughs> what, what's being a dick? That's an em- that's an empire. Okay. Yeah. It's a, it's different. Being an autocrat is not the same as being a fascist. There, there are very minute differences. Okay. Um, you can have a benevolent dictator. A monarchy is not fascism, right? So like, there are little differences with right. these things. Yes. Um, a lot of the growth of England was that thing of like democracy over the monarchy. It was the expansion of that mm-hmm. versus... And to the point where you go like, well, you just sit in there and look nice and yeah, yeah. wave your scepter at people. Like, that was... Well, could, wouldn't we be better if we had an Emperor Norton as just a fucking well, Captain America? I, I, like, I, I, well, don't, like I don't an know. An Uncle yeah. Sam-type figure, just like a, hey, all right, we, no, but, you but, still have checks and balances but, or But whatever. are there any of these black proclamations that he's making that are positive? Yes, I will tell you. Okay. But, but one... Dissolve Congress, yes. No, 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 but that is still... That's you, still uh, dissolution of, of that's, democracy. That's still... No, no, di- no it's that's not. That's still a negative step, not in an... Oh, you, as- mean, you mean an adi- 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 yes. additional step? Yeah. Yes, there will be. Um, uh, another example, of uh, not what you're saying, but another example was to establish... Uh, um, to dissolve the two-party system. Oh, uh, yes, I did hear about that. Because yes. the founding... Fa- I think it was... God, I think it was Jefferson... That warned against factions. Yes. yes, and then they all immediately fell into one. They were dead by the time people. Fell no, 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 no. Kind of, they were all like trying to be like part of like the popular club. Jefferson and Madison immediately fell into factions and split against each other. There was, there was a yeah, li- but th- I mean, it's not like it is now. Well, no, actually, earlier there was at least 
sort of three, right? There was kind of, I mean, but yeah, and you could shoot each other. No, but it, exactly. it, it was. It, it still always came down to two, really. Is like, like were the like Whigs any different? Whig, Federalist, Republican. But even then, it still was always. It still was generally two. When it's two, it's bad, dude. Yeah, it just becomes a zero yeah. sum game, and you are just contrarian. I kind of like how they do it over there in uh, Germany. They got like 10, 12, 30. <laughs> no, I mean, in in most of the parliamentary things, it's. A multitude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's very, it's very, it's all, it's very. But different it's still, thing. it's still very common that it comes down to two conservative labor, of course, or, or Fianna of course. Fall, Fianna But Gale, part of it is that you have to do a com- co- coalition. You with, have to compete, yes. or you have to um, uh, recruit. Yes. The people from certain sides. Like, yeah. Hey, at least we're the ones who kind of agree here. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, well, part of it is also that you don't have a single person. You elect a group and they decide who's in charge as opposed to voting for that one person. And then if things can't, if, if, if certain things, agreements can't be reached, the entire thing is dissolved. Right. You start over. Yeah. Like Israel has forming a new government and you can have referendums just to get rid of people in other countries too. Like it's not an impeachment process. It's just like a, all right, we're voting again, dude. Yeah. I mean, in the American government, if nothing is ever done, everybody is still just reelected. Do a break and come yes, back. Yes, we should. Let's yes. let's break. We'll we'll be right back, folks. And we're back. <laughs> I'm. So he's issuing uh, all these decrees. Uh, right. the, the people aren't going with the program. They don't understand he's the emperor. The power is the be. Yes. Now. People on the stream, people, they fucking love this guy, Josh Norton, dude, Emperor Norton. Is he still going? Is he going to the newspaper and they're just publishing this shit? Is that still happening? Yes, yes. Mm. But then there would also because uh, was it with like the funny papers though, or was it? No, these are real ass newspapers. It'd be like Heathcliff. And then it'd be him, mm-hmm. and then Family Circus, and then it'd be Funky, Editorial funky Winker by, Bean. by Josh Nort. Later, <laughs> Josh Nort. I don't know why. No, some people like Jay Nort. You know, as he gained popularity, because what he would do was he 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 wore basically what apparently by the time you know th- this is now the 1860s, so he would buy like um um he'd go to secondhand stores and buy army surplus Union army stuff. Right, so that's what he's wearing in a lot of his pictures. I'll show you guys. Uh, and then he wore a um uh, a beaver skin hat. With mm. peacock feathers, and and people he he would walk around town. Uh, I think sometimes on a on a carriage or something, but he'd walk around town looking nice. He had a cane and all that stuff. And um, cane is nice. <laughs> cane is nice. Dude. And he would um, he'd inspect the streets, and then he would like write letter if someone was fucked up on the street, he'd write it to the mayor, and like he'd just talk. As he, he'd talk to anybody who would listen. Who would listen about you know polit local politics well you know stuff I mean he wasn't stupid he I mean he clearly had a vocabulary he was fussy he might have been a little bit eccentric mm-hmm. or you, delusional would you say any of this was uh, present before he lost all of his money as far as we know no okay. it could be that the stress mm-hmm. of that kind of like 
total shakeup of your identity might have and then li- catapulted oh, yeah. him. I think then, so. Living in the living in the boarding house and then just being know. like fuck, doing like the uh, the office space thing. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. But also like it, the thing of like I am whatever I say I am <laughs> like, and I've always been raised to be like I am uh, kind of a elite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he wasn't growing up. He only spent three years as a wealthy businessman in San Francisco. Right. But he made a lot of contacts, and he knew all those people, and he knew all the places that ran them, so it's just as his net worth changed, and maybe his outlook on reality and life. Okay, sure. Uh, I don't know. I think he was a little bit too old to have, like, schizophrenia pop up. Usually that happens in your teens and 20s. Sure, sure. But maybe he just had a bit of a break. A yep. little bit of a dissociative. Yeah, yeah just yeah. like. Yes. Um, and so he would engage with everybody in town. He'd go to bar. And like, here's the thing. A lot of places in San Francisco and much of the West during this time, they would offer, you know, uh, a small free lunch if you bought a beer or whatever. Uh, those and, are the days. And so with him, there is the kind of the the mystique that he was so well-beloved, he could go into all these restaurants and they'd give him free food. Mm-hmm. That was later, but he did survive basically on no income um, by going around and um, asking for uh, uh, their people, citizens' dues or their taxes. Because mm-hmm. he's the emperor, yeah, mm-hmm. and then he used that money mm-hmm. to like buy a drink at a bar or whatever, <laughs> and then he eat food, yeah, and he would. It's pretty cool. No, but as emperor, also being like, well, I'm not ashamed to use Dave's money for the sandwich and mm-hmm. and Tim's money for the beer, and uh, well, you know, it's a republic we've got here, and it takes all of us. But yeah, there's kind of a thing there too, though, where you go like. It's the fascinating part about the story to me, uh, and you know what Jeff Sewing was saying about it is like everybody's just going along with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like kind of like it, it, it's it, it's it's a profile in eccentricity, but it's also like a profile in like San Francisco's acceptance. Uh, is San Francisco's yeah, just are we making fun of this mentally ill guy? Or are we just happy he's around? He's not causing any problems, right? He's not president, but yeah, yeah it's also <laughs> kind of one of those things where you go like. You know, uh, you know when Nabila was here, she was going like, "These guys outside the fucking uh, the Army Navy store uh, that were like homeless on Hollywood Boulevard, and like they would kind of patrol, yeah, they and do. they would protect me, yeah." And she was like, "Honestly, they could be vets with PTSD or just homeless people that had want something never, to do, never been in the decided military. they All were just yeah. need some purpose, but yeah. no matter yeah. what." I was grateful mm-hmm. yeah. that they kind of had my back in this bedlam-type mm-hmm. scenario, you yeah. know? So there's a thing that we go, like, is everybody just going, like, okay, yeah, this guy's crazy, whatever, you know? Yeah. Uh, he was charming. Right. And he was, you know, um, also, this was a time in San Francisco where there were a lot of these street characters. I haven't looked them all up yet, up yet but there's one guy who was called, like, the King of Pain, mm-hmm. the Money King, the Complete Unknown... Right. Yes, and these are the, the <laughs> these are all like almost boxing nicknames, right? Um, <laughs> the you know, he unknown is such a weird nickname. 
Amazing. No one knows who this guy is. Yeah. Uh, but he, he's, he, uh, he, um, um, he also issued a, a mandate to the Roman Catholic church and Protestant churches to publicly ordain him as emperor. Yeah. <laughs> he was a staunch advocate for separation of church and state, but he's like, if I'm going to be emperor, you yeah, guys going to have to be in on this. Yeah. Right. But he was like in it. He was very progressive in the way he felt about people. Right. For example, um, most of his proclamations, uh, here, I'll, here, I'll give you a few just kind of like of the wokish ones, right? Or the prescient ones. Mm-hmm. He was an adversary of corruption and fraud of all kinds, whether it was political, corporate, or personal. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a, uh, a voice for fair treatment and legal protections for immigrants and racial ethnic minorities. Like, you know, during this time, people hated the Chinese. Yes. There. I mean, a Chinese person could not give testimony or witness at a trial. Yes. So that basically means fuck them up. Yeah. Do whatever you want to a yeah, Chinaman. Yeah. They can't show up to court and defend themselves. Mm-hmm. Fuck right. it. Right. And he was like, no, this is wrong. Yes. They deserve that. Uh, Native Americans, uh, same. I think, what did he say about Native Americans? He said, uh, with respect to Native Americans, uh, all quote-unquote Indian agents and other parties connected with frauds against the Indian tribes were to be publicly punished before as many Indian chiefs as could be assembled together. Wow. And I think there was a law recently passed about uh, certain crimes being committed uh, in Indian territories uh, or, or Native American reservations, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, you got to go deal with them. Mm. Like, if you're uh, one of us and you fuck something up on a new reservation, you, you go, go to there. Tra- yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he said, in the eyes of the emperor, will be upon anyone who shall cancel any outrage or wrong on the Chinese. Um, he was a religious humanist and pluralist who was, uh, again, Church-state separation, except when it came to being emperor. Mm-hmm. Um, and he warned against sectarianism and puritanism. Uh, he did not like say he was the Holy Roman Emperor or the. He just says, "I'm the emperor." Mm-hmm. Jews, Protestants, all of that. We're all all that ill shit. All that ill shit. Gay guys. <laughs> <laughs> so religiously, he's, he's pretty cool. Um, he prohibited the enforcement of state Sunday laws, mm. You're, uh, um, no, no which, discri- no which discriminated against Germans and Jews. <laughs> Ironically, what, what, what? Uh, I, I think there are certain like you couldn't do certain things on. So I mean, for instance, Massachusetts, you know, they can't, they still don't sell alcohol on Sundays, I believe. Which discriminates against the Germans. <laughs> well, and the and, Jews and, who run the store, and the Jews have who know how to have a good time, you know. Okay, no. There's it, no Manischewitz you can buy on Sundays. No, it's in the supermarket. Oh, because because of the separation, it's 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 just going like okay. You, no. And if it's a law that discriminates a certain group, like Germans and Jews, what the fuck? Well, there's a lot of Jewish Germans. Well, what was the discrimination? I, I don't get it. Well, they. I don't. Uh, we gotta look up some history. I don't know. It must be alcohol sales type shit, something like that. Yeah, yeah, and or uh, he pro- Sunday laws. It, it might also. Uh, may just be Sabbath laws. Yes, and for the Jews. Uh, Saturday's a Sabbath, so it may be something like that. Right. Um, 
Yeah. He supported women's right to vote, uh, fair taxes and basic services. He, he was all about well-maintained streets, streetcars, ferries, and trains. Yeah. Um, and then it's like a couple of his like biggest proclamations uh, were. <laughs> Which are around what time? Uh, like 1900 or? Like- no, no, no. He didn't make it that far, pal. 1860, 1870. <laughs> he, uh, pal. Calling guys, pal. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, guy. Um, I was too hopeful. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, buddy. <laughs> was that around the Second World War or something? <laughs> 1869, uh, Norton de- uh, demanded that Sacramento clean its muddy streets and place gas lights on the street, le- leading to the Capitol. Uh, August 1st, 1870, uh, he's listed in the census, uh, which is with the occupation of emperor nice. living at 624 Commercial Street, uh, with the, um, with a, a parenthetical of insane. The census people will be like, well, I have a psychological census for you. That's uh, so good. There was... Uh, this is the crazy district. I, I don't know if it was the Palace Hotel or the Grand Hotel that was being built at the time in 1870. And th- this was like... the It was going to be the best hotel in the country. Ooh. And he issued a, a decree demanding that a um, quarters would be built for him in, a, in the, em, the em, Emperor Suite. Sure, yeah. But I mean, hey, come on. If we're the shot, what do you have to lose? Under penalty of being banished. Uh, Did they do it? I don't think so, buddy. Well, he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> you don't call me pal and buddy. Uh, now check this out. Check this. So in eighteen, <laughs> you guys are pals. In eighteen seventy-two, these are in March and then in September. Um, these are big ones. These are big ones. Okay. All right, hit me. Eighteen seventy-two, March twenty-third. He. De- uh, decree that a suspension bridge bridge be built as soon as convenient between Oakland Point and Goat Island, and then on to San Francisco. That's the Bay Bridge. Mm-hmm. Ah. There was no Bay Bridge. And then he also said, "I order a survey to determine if a bridge or tunnel um, underwater would be the best way." And that's the uh, Bay. Uh, what's it called? The Transit. Bay two, there is an underwater train in San Francisco. Bart runs off, really? It's part of Bart. Yeah, yeah, but there's an underwater tunnel train down there. Sick. Yeah, I had no idea. I didn't know that either. I mean, I probably took it one time and had no idea. Yeah, yeah. It moves, it moves quickly. Oh yeah, uh, December, uh, September twenty first, eighteen seventy two. I ordered a survey to determine if a bridge or tunnel would be the best possible means. Yada yada yada. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, man. Uh, pretty woke of a guy, right? And then, so here's what happens. Then, then, like, um, the, uh, oh, and then, and then he's, like, walking around town. <laughs> it's kind of his thing. Oh, yeah. That's why he liked yeah. the, the, the... Well, he had no choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, the streets are broken. We need better streetcars. That's where I am. Need your taxes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll read you the decree on the bridge if you want. You want that? Yeah, give me. You won't. I know you. You chicken. Pal. 
<laughs> oh, he also decreed that there should be a League of Nations. Yeah. That's like 50 years before the League of Nations. Yeah. Yeah, no, he was highly forward thinking. About 80 before a League of Their Own. Um. Continue, will you? It's a good joke, Matt. Thank you. So he got kind of pissed that like there was no prompt obedi- obedience by the authorities. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, Why aren't you assholes listening to me? The frustration. Where's Congress? <laughs> whereas, <laughs> whereas we issued our decree ordering the citizens of San Francisco and Oakland to appropriate funds for the survey of a suspension bridge from Oakland Point to Goat Island. That's Terminal Island. Uh, also for a tunnel. That's a tunnel you go through into the city after the Bay Bridge. Mm-hmm. And to ascertain which is the best project and whereas the said citizens have hitherto neglected to notice our said decree. And whereas we are determined our authority shall be fully respected, now, therefore, we do hereby command the arrest of the arm by the army of both the boards of the city fathers <laughs> if they persist in neglecting our decrees given under given under our royal hand and seal and at San Francisco this 17th day of September 1872. Do you uh, think if he got any of these people to surrender and stuff, he would have just like beheaded them in front of everybody in San Francisco? No, because check what <laughs> happened one time. Check me out like this. He's walking around town. So back in San Francisco at the time, it's still a small city, 25,000. Mm-hmm. Let's say it's three years later and it's let's be generous and say a uh, hundred. Go, mm. cr- go crazy. <laughs> go crazy. Uh, That's fucking... Prince going on right now. He's the prince of the United Let's States. Go crazy. Um, Let's get nuts. There was a lot of vigilante justice mm-hmm. in San Francisco and the West at the time. Mm-hmm. A lot of lynch mobs. Cowboy bullshit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and because, you know, there wasn't the tax revenue to have an adequate police force and all that shit. So there was the San Francisco police or sheriffs or whatever. And then they had these things called locals. Are you familiar with these guys? No. So locals were just like people that were deputized by the police, but Mm. paid for by the business owners in that district. Oh, so basically Pinkertons. Yes. What a fucking nightmare. Yeah, Yeah, but like worse than Pinkertons because they're cops. (sighs) Like it's not like they're feds. Going out to like no Pinkerton's that too. Yo, yeah, I know, but suck the, dick. Yeah, I get. I, you're right. The, corp, but, the corporate but, FBI existed yeah, before yeah, the FBI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but killing, these guys, these guys, these guys weren't workers. even corporate. They were just goons. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. at least say what you want about the Pinkertons. At least they had a hierarchical structure. <laughs> yeah, they part of their structure was. Hey, you see this family of striking workers? Yeah, what if we yeah. burn their cabin down with them yeah. in it? See these guys that don't like being in this uh, caving in mine? Beat them back into it. <laughs> yeah. So, for, anyways, it's, for their health, they arrested him for vagrancy and lunacy. See, the, of course, these guys just because don't he, get it. What happened they didn't was get it. he walked into one of his usual hotels he would go to to read the newspaper because mm. a lot of they had, and you know he probably smelled like shit. And um, that's really look like it's, shit. It's just smells. And this is also the only time, smells. Like, it's only smells. It's only smells. <laughs> this just in. Extra, <laughs> extra. It's only smells. <laughs> Turn to page three for its own. It's just like Paul. <laughs> I think I, I took. I think I, I saw a license plate that said. I don't know if it said only smells or just smells. Oh, uh, nice. God, I would die. <laughs> um. 
Well, it's because justice is blind, and all they can do is smell. <laughs> yeah, that's all effect theory. So he's 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 in so, the hotel and they're reading and, the paper, and, and a local, meaning this local police, not mm-hmm. I mean, a Stinkerton. <laughs> hey, nice, nice. They're, they were called locals. There weren't official police. They were just paid. Stinkerton's good. Yeah, it's a, dude. It's a private security yeah. guard that has some. Yeah, state so, authority. It's, no. it's, it's yeah, the bare modicum of it's like we were saying about. And I don't even think that they were like, they didn't have to go through like fucking basic. It, it, there's just what it's right, like. Only, it's like it a rent a cop who can arrest you. Do you know who who, who was uh, was exactly the guy that uh, that robbed the Brinks and then made the uh-huh. the big famous gay porno? Mm-hmm. And it was I just read about him again. And it was in. Uh, San Francisco area or like Oakland area, mm-hmm. but he was doing that thing where like basically like neighborhoods, they would hire, yeah. mm-hmm. and so like LA is you that. you would pass like some background checks that like maybe yeah, but but the the local police you would not no it it was it was can you hold a gun yeah it was like yeah. such, such it was bullshit bad. yeah it was bad and so hold you. they arrest him for vagrancy and lunacy and they like commit him to involuntary psychiatric treatment and stuff mm. jesus christ but the fucking evening chronicle hears about this shit mm-hmm. the emperors dude and incarcerated 10,000 people show shut up. the fuck up 10,000 people yes. show up and are like you can't do this to the emperor. Hell no. Hell no. And so the chief of police, who's an actual cop. No, excuse me. Excuse me. Is like, yo, dude, uh, you got to let him go and <laughs> publicly apologize. Yeah. And, and the chief of police too apologize. They let him go. And the emperor. Uh, he made is, a speech. He's so. Con- <laughs> he, he, no, he makes a decoration. If uh, issuing, uh, uh, thanking the chief of police and the citizens of his empire mm-hmm. and uh, issuing an imperial pardon to the local who arrested him. Oh my God. Is this his first speech? Like, no, first... no, it's not a speech. No. Oh, uh, I was imagining him climbing. No, no. Out I, of I the mean, jail he, he would and... talk to people. No, yeah, sure. Yeah. But it was I, a decree. I, I like the idea of him. No, they like, published in the newspaper and shit. Yeah. Uh, and then every day, uh, ever since that, um, the chief of police made sure that any police officer that saw him on the street had to stop and salute him. So, so, that's fucking incredible. That's amazing. That's fucking incredible. <laughs> and, and bananas. Mm-hmm. And, and like, this they like, Jeff suing again was going, he's like, he's like, dude, I just, I just don't understand how everybody was like going along with it. Well, because like, he was, he was a harmless. But uh, that's what I want to examine right here, right now, like, real quick. I'm going to let you continue. But was it one of these things where everybody's going like, it really is sheer lawlessness here. Everything is really corrupt. We are kind of a neighborhood, though. We are a community. And, like, the one thing we can depend on is we all kind of take care of this dude, and he thinks he takes care of us. Like, Yeah, I, that's, I think that's part of it. I think it was kind of, like, almost like we're deciding we're a community. And we're deciding that... And this, that this guy's okay. And that this guy's okay. Yeah, um... And we're a little bit of a rebel area, like, you know, like, and we've decided that. And we know that he's past this prime. We know he's a little bit off. It's kind of like how people treated Ron Jeremy up until 10 years ago. Like, we know you're broke, but you used to be somebody. Now we found out he's a fucking sick rapist guy, but like, I bet you Ron Jeremy ate for free for a long time at places. It's kind of how people treat Andy Dick. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Except there's more hangers on. 
right, than right. than people because he's too much but, of a mess. He's not he's not a gentle but, giant mean, like I this mean, man is. She, like thousands of people coming out to be like, oh hell no, like yeah. for this guy, yeah. like because he would. I mean, maybe there's not a good example. I mean, he was, you know, there's beat cops. This guy was a beat emperor. Yeah, <laughs> he was the ambassador of the town to yeah, the town, yeah. right? Like. It'd be like having Uncle Sam walk around and like he was also kind of like had a voice in people's ear. I mean, it's just a cartoon character. but like, Right. But there's a very fine balance there where you go like, oh, this isn't like an annoying guy. He's, and he wasn't appointed. Yeah. And he's not asking for stuff so yeah. much. He's kind of like he's doing this. And it's San Francisco. And there are a number of these weird San Francisco street eccentrics and even dogs, which we can get to, too. Uh, the oh, that's good. Yeah, um, but this you have to also consider that this is the late 1800s. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, the Civil War is over mm-hmm. in the 70s, right? Yeah, okay. Um, and the uh, um, oh, did I say some shit about the Chinese? I mean, I said people hated them yeah. and that they should all have right. There was like a fucking mob about to lynch some Chinese guys and they're like beating the shit out of him and fighting. And he just shows up in full regalia and gets on a soapbox and just starts reciting the Lord's Prayer until it stops. Wow. Uh, wait, uh, who, who's trying to, who's trying to, just to, San the whites, mob. the whites are, yeah. trying, to, are, are to, trying to, yeah, I think uh, there's like a couple of Chinese guys that they just weren't fond of. Because they were Chinese. Yeah, these guys had a, these white guys had a bad day. And here comes the Rice King of San Francisco. And what was he looking like? Was he looking like Napoleon? Like, uh, no, more of a Union soldier with a feather right. in his cap. Because he, he he basically had a Union. And none uh, of the garments are in good shape or well, no, well clean. No, no. But um, after the next thing I was going to tell you, well, go on, go with it. Uh, so 1870s, right? Now it's the 1870s, um, and he's getting really popular. And then, like, uh, you have to understand that the Transcontinental Railroad is being completed by the Chinese and Indians and all sorts of people. But the Chinese worked for free and died more than anybody else. Um, And its terminus is where? San Francisco. Oakland. Ah, really? San Francisco of the East. It's because there's the bay. Right. It ends in Oakland. So then they're like, oh man, maybe this Bay Bridge is a good idea. But people would come across the ferry and stuff. But so, anyways, the fact that the train made it to Oakland meant San Francisco was now a tourist town. Mm-hmm. And he last. became the mascot of San Francisco for not just the country, but maybe worldwide. And so there were industries basically built around cottage industries mm-hmm. around him. So, like, restaurants would put up pictures of him. Saying like, oh, right. you know, this is his favorite dish here. He comes here all the time. Jack Lemon eats here, and so does the Emperor of San Francisco, of, right. of, of America. Yeah, and uh, Mickey and then, Rooney, and then yeah. some news. Walter Matthau, <laughs> young Walter Matthau. Uh, some other newspapers would start publishing false decrees of his. Of course, just that fit their own agenda. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. One of them is. Almost assuredly fake, but it is good, and that is in that it looks like it's the real thing. No, there it, it, there's a couple of things about the diction that make it seem like it's not him, uh, but it is. It would be good, 
If it was him. Whoever, after due and proper warning, shall be heard to utter the abominable word Frisco, which has no linguistic or other warrant, shall be deemed guilty of a high misdemeanor and shall pay into the imperial treasury as penalty the sum of $25. Oh, wow. Which is $500 now. Yeah. Just for saying the word Frisco. Yeah, I can't say that shit, bro. Um, <laughs> well, I'm in Frisco Bay. So, you know, like I mean, I said, frisked. He, you know, he got, he got arrested and all that stuff. Um, and so he'd be walking around and then. Do you think Frisco is bad to say? It's stupid. Just make it. I mean, say it's, San Francisco yeah. or Cisco or SF. I think it's the same thing with like people's tattoos are like, they're like, I hate the word tats. They're like tats. Yeah. They're like drives me up the fucking Yeah. Mall. People who are fraternities hate frat. Really? Yeah. I mean. Yeah, but you're in a frat, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why I'm saying it because you're in a frat. Yeah. <laughs> frat it. <laughs> um. So then, after you know, so he's like, "All right, I'm clearly a like I am part of this town as much as this town is a part of me." One of the baddest motherfuckers of all. <laughs> and so he does start getting like they have these two stray dogs, Bummer and Lazarus, that also had paper articles written about him. They just started hanging out with him. Bummer. Bummer and, and, and Lazarus. Lazarus. That was a good name. And they were two dogs that would just accompany. Like they were Great not his dogs. Yeah. They were named as his dogs, but they weren't. They were just fucking other strays that would roll up with him and stuff. And he'd be he'd go into restaurants with them. And so eventually, he did eat at some restaurants for free, aside from the ones that gave away free lunches. Yes. Um, but it was mainly publicity for these restaurants, mm. right? Because he was basically like the a real celeb. He You're was the celeb. he was the Smokey the Bear. Yeah. Except real yes. of the San Francisco, and kind of like you know you're coming to the city, and part of the circus is this character, and you'll you'll and, find him, and, and you haven't yeah, really yeah, seen yeah. the city until you've encountered this guy. Yeah, yeah, in the sights of San Francisco. I mean, you go there's uh, Height and Ashbury, but before then it's right. See if you can find Waldo. Yes, with yeah. his two dogs and he's protector of <laughs> yeah. Mexico too. Yeah, follow your nose. He's got a striped shirt. <laughs> um, there was a caricaturist named Edward Jump, who would do a lot of like Dickie J drawings of not just people's name, but like you know portraits or sceneries and stuff. And then when 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 Norton got was getting so popular, he just started doing Norton and Norton and him and the dogs, and that. Is what got put up in all these places all around town, and he's very, he is a very, like you know, unmissable look. Yeah, he's got a big like walrus mustache with the chops that come down, a union hat, mm -hmm. and then like, well, after the union, I got a peacock and all that. Did the stuff. union hat have that uh, thing where it's like a can opener open the top of it, and it just kind of. Uh... Is no, 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 the, no, no. Okay, not that no, no. great hobo look. No, oh, not okay. the great hobo look. <laughs> um, but he kind of got like, you know, um, he won favor, strangely, with the authorities. One, the cops started to like him. Yeah. Because here's the thing. He's walking the streets when they're not. <laughs> I mean, I guess maybe back then they were. Um, but he was just a good, you know, hey, man, some, some shit going down on fucking Grand. Like, he wasn't... That's kind of the thing, yeah. He was the, their eyes and ears, and people liked him, and he was yeah. uh, eventually. So, 
the um eventually his his clothes got like tattered and worn shit because he got them secondhand and yeah. he really didn't shower and he third handed and he was yeah. poor and shit and um the sti- the 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 city controllers bought him a brand new suit and hat well, it, and gold tipped cane you have yeah. to, and the army officers at the presidio gave him gold epaulets like yeah. he walked around like new man yeah walk and you can see that like the pictures through the years over that like 10 year 20 year period like yeah. in the beginning he was like gaunt like pretty yeah. malnourished not eating a lot and then as he got more popular uh the picture he he gets a little more you know port- yes. portly and robust there's kind of a thing there where it's kind of like they're basically awarding a guy who said He's the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Well, well, kind. Of, I mean, it, I th- isn't it? I, th- I think. I think a lot of what is happening there, though, is the the. But he's got the, no superpowers. <laughs> the the people in those positions, they by the time they, especially as he continues to do the same thing, eventually the people in those positions are new, and he's new to them, or they grew up with him. So suddenly they have these positions of. Of, of power, hey, I where, remember you. Where they're used to the guy, I think, and, and so he's he's not this weirdo that there. So imagine you're in power, and this weirdo shows up. You're like, you don't belong here. But imagine that guy was already there, mm-hmm. and you know him, and yeah. then you're in power. Imagine if Santa Claus is real, <laughs> but also, and he walks around your town. But I think it's it's also a thing where it's like we are kind of a city of strays already. And we go like, what's like the one thing we can believe in? Like we were saying, in the, well, well, yes and in no. The but connections but, episode, we go like, we only believe in gold because everybody says it's gonna work, like right. whatever. But like, well, he really didn't have much power. Like, no, he had no power at all. But everybody goes like, we I, accept I, him. I'm from here. You're from there. Like whatever. Like, and and even he thinks all government is corrupt. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna trust in him just because we. We know he's walking the streets and actually kind of gives a shit yeah. about the city. You know, you know, this brings me. It makes me think of something that I actually read about later. I read something yesterday that made me laugh because you remember the the, the guardian angels of the subway yes. in New York. Yeah, kind of the same thing, but not totally. Right, a little bit of a vigilante thing going on, but everybody was happy to see them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, two of those guys were twin brothers. They died of COVID because they were anti-vaxxers. Just happy. The guardian angels. The founders? It's the two guys in the picture. Yeah, they're, they're guardian angels. You know, the guardian angels, they, they really went like all the way to London and shit. Like, I'm just looking at the well, two they all, guys. They went all that the way to Angel. So, so like, it, it, like, I think it might have started in Manhattan or whatever. Yeah. But it went like viral. It was at this thing where like, no, it's like AA. nobody believed in law and order and crime was at its yeah. you know, zenith and like fucking. Bernie gets capped a couple of kids and that is something. Um, so, so he gets pissed off. So he's kind of like, man, like, man, everybody's profiting off me except me. Mm. Like, yeah, I get the free lunch here and there and I get, you know, but like, I know this is gone. So he decides, uh, well, he gets in contact with the U S man. Uh, no, (laughs) no, he, um, I think he got in contact with. Edward Jump, the guy that did all the caricatures. No. And that guy knew the publisher of this newspaper, which was a black-owned abolitionist newspaper. 
so this may be a little bit before the Civil War ended, so it's, but it's around that time. And he, um, he gets in touch with this newspaper and says, you are going to be the, my direct source for my proclamation. Lying to the people, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Anything else is fake. Also, who prints your shit? And so he gets in touch with the printer, and he goes, all right, I'm issuing my own currency. <laughs> and they're like fucking Norton bucks, dude. Uh, this, is the Norton, <laughs> this is the Norton money. And you could buy them from... So he, he knew that he was a tourist attraction. They were yeah. marketing him all around the world. Yeah. And people ca- came to see him. Wow. And so he would sell them these 50... Like, I don't know how much they were, but like... And then they're all personally signed. They're actually quite beautiful. Yeah. And... Um, I mean, well, it's probably just to keep him in some fucking boarding room. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, like, he, he's not living high on the no, fucking hall. No, 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 no. He's in some fucking boarding room, and yeah. most of his days are spent wandering the streets acting like he's the emperor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 almost like the positive version of the emperor wears no clothes. Yes. It's like the most heartwarming version of that tale you could possibly imagine. It really is. The emperor wears no clothes, and we don't care because we like him. Right, right. And, like, also just, like, you know, like I'm saying, I think there's something about the personality profile of the city. Uh, you know, yes. Our friend Will was saying, you know, from NorCal, he was going like, California, like originally was supposed to be like some kind of rebellion against the rest of the shit, mm-hmm. and like against the rest of the country. At yeah, the time. and when they talk about like, you know, uh, oh, in LA, like. Don't get dressed up like there's million dollar deals done in jeans. Mm-hmm. Like, That's a weather thing, but <laughs> but also it's it's laid a, back. It is a lifestyle thing, and I think there was just some kind of thing where they were going like, "What if we have a little bit it, of the it, old it's, world?" It's all it's all fucking bullshit. Uh, what if the emperor was one we chose, and one that like we could easily laugh. With at, and instead we choose to be like, No, that's our guy. And fucking yeah, he by, chose it. By, by God, you're not gonna fucking lock him up. Don't like, you fucking touch my sweet and like, like, what what uh, authority is, is more, uh, you know, valid yeah. than what we decide? Yeah, yeah, like it is such he, a he was a living mascot. Uh, you know, I had a guy like this in my high school named Maurice, and he was kind of slow. Hey, Aaron, did you watch SmackDown last night? Huh. I mean, he was kind of weird, but like, and he ran for fucking like school president and shit. Of course he lost, but like, <laughs> he was just a little slow. Right. You know? But everybody liked him. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and it was like, dude, people would invite Maurice to parties. Yeah. Like he worked at Ralph's bagging shit till like now, mm-hmm. and dude, you see Maurice, you say hi. Like, yeah, yeah. He never had a. There was, I mean, maybe there was something, but like there. No, was, it's there just were, one of those things. You like, are you cool? Yeah. Are you a? Are you fucking? It, cool? How is your heart good? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Do you smell like shit? Fine. Is your Fine. heart good? Yeah. Come on in. I mean, just you know, every once in a while, mix in a shower and a salad, yeah. but yeah. Uh, and so. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah. Shower and sell it anybody? Uh, toss it up, baby. Same time, maybe. So, um, <laughs> like you know, he tried. He he would write letters to like 
Uh, he wrote letters to the emperor of Brazil. I'm also an um, emperor, sir. Um, Brazil had an emperor at the time. Yeah, I think it was an emperor at the time. Or yeah, but it was. It was. It was yeah, I think I think there was an emperor. Mm. I mean, there was no Brazilian empire, but it might have been a Portuguese mm, sure. emperor regent or something like right. that. Um, and. He uh, he 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 wrote Queen Victoria multiple letters suggesting they could marry to strengthen the ties between their nations. It would be never responded to. Mm. Uh, Is that about he, rude? He wrote a lot of letters to King Kamehameha the Fifth of Hawaii. Nice. Uh, regarding an estate there, presumably for retirement. Um, near the end of King Kamehameha's reign, when he visited. Visited SF? The United States. He refused to recognize the U.S. Democratic government, instead opting only to recognize Norton as the sole leader of the U.S. <laughs> yes. The system works. Shut the fuck up. That's amazing. That's pretty cool. Yeah. If that's not the Aloha spirit, I don't know what That's is. the power of letter writing. Yeah, dude. It's pretty cool. Mahalo. Um, <laughs> dude. And so dude, that's <laughs> fucking incredible. Yeah. Yeah. That's honestly the best thing I've this ever This guy's heard. my dude right here, bro. Where is your Emperor Norton? Uh, <laughs> I don't understand your <laughs> democracies. I know about vagrants that declare <laughs> themselves. <laughs> he would write to France and stuff too, and they didn't really oh, give yeah. a shit. <laughs> um, too busy in their balloons. And so. <laughs> um, when, the, when, the, when, when, they, when San Francisco bought him a new suit. Um. By the way, those bucks, those those Norton bucks, they're collectors' items, oh, and, and they sell for like tens of thousands of dollars. Oh, I, bet. I don't know how many like was there, and like what did they go for in the day? Like I think they were fifty cents. Better than kicking the balls. Yeah, I mean, like, and then the thing is, like, restaurants that were fans of his would take that as tender. Yes, and he also wouldn't have to pay at those places. But it's not like he was fucking eating. Was kind of to make him feel like he paid. Yeah, yeah, or that like this like, is your town, dude. You, the currency with you isn't necessarily charisma; it's heart. Duh, right? That's like, good. He's he's just seemed like a really good dude. Um, so you know what? It's a little reminiscent of, and I don't know if you've seen or, but he's the guy that's just like on his tube drinking in, but they call him the mayor and do the right thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, well, the, he's the mayor. Yeah. That's how. Whenever I when I was started reading this, or even when I heard about this character, I always thought about Terrence because he's the mayor of Echo Park. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, but anyways, I'm I'm gonna wrap it up here because it's um, it's actually toward the end of his life and it's getting late. Uh, it's getting late. He um, he would often participate in in public debates. Uh, I mean he. Coherent. Yeah, he was coherent. Yeah. And and maybe he just realized like, you know what's a good stick? Be an emperor. You know, sometimes there are people who choose to be homeless because they're just like beach bums and they love yeah. that. Mm -hmm. This guy might have been just an SF bum and like, all right, this is kind of my deal. It's kind of one of those things like they 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 I've seen some guys like in uh Austin, same kind of thing, where they're like, Bro, I fucking live outside, but like also like this is my community and I, yeah. I stand and for I make it. So much in cans. <laughs> 
And I'm like, dude, I fucking I made a bunch of money in the tech boom. Like, I don't need it. You know, there's just people like that. Yeah. There are rumors that he, I mean, for a while, there were rumors that he was actually a rich eccentric, but. They should have looked at his rice um, books. In, um, I think it was 1870. Uh, 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 oh, I'm sorry. While he was still alive, by the way. I hope so. There were stage plays and, and, and musicals written about him. There was the Gold Demon. Um, he met a few times uh, 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 Mark Twain. Mark Twain said something about him, like in a town and in a country full of uh, uh, imposters and sycophants and Opportunists. Ca- characters um, that are, are just only looking to enrich themselves or line their own pockets. The emperor himself seems the only one who's e- even possibly even close to worthy of the name uh, type of thing. Like he said, he was a really uh, yeah. He, he was just a he was not a scam. Artist. I don't. Re- I don't remember exactly Mark Twain's timeline, but uh, he I- wrote the character of the king in Huckleberry Finn after him. Oh, dude, that's so sick. But I, I think he might have been out here. It might have been like a oh, cub, he lived in a cub reporter. He in did. San Francisco yeah, he lived in San time. Francisco yeah. for a very long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so uh, when uh, uh, in January. Of 1880, he was on a, a walk to the. Um, they, there's either it's either like Hast- a debate at Hastings or, or um, the Academy of Natural Sciences. He was going to go attend a, a lecture or a debate there, and about a block away, um, he uh, stroked out, passed out, fell on the sidewalk, and there was a cop there saluting him. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, really? Yeah, and rushed uh, rushed over to him, but he was he uh, called the ambulance carriage, but he was pronounced dead at the scene. Oh God! And they brought uh, him right to the Museum of Natural Sciences. And- uh, there were over a hundred obituaries written about him across the country wow. that day. Jesus Christ! Um, the San Francisco Chronicle wrote the headline. Le roi est mort. Nice. The king is dead. Fuck. And the the line read in the obit. Let me find this break. Uh, God, that is fucking mild. Across the country. Yeah. yeah. The line the line written was um. Well, the, oh, that that was San Francisco Chronicle. Mm-hmm. The Morning Call wrote. Uh, Norton the first, by the grace of God, Emperor of the United States and Protector of Mes- Mexico, departed this life. <laughs> uh, he was buried in the Masonic Cemetery. Numbers differ, but at least ten to 20,000 people showed up to the funeral. Mm. The population of San Francisco at that time was like 100,000. No. Um, I'm trying to find the right quote of what they said about him in the article of his death. Did you say why he became protector of Mexico too? Because he didn't like that Napoleon invaded. All right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yes. To fuck you, you French motherfucker. It's my town. Hmm. Um. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um. I imagine for all those uh, papers like across the country, it's like uh, that's one of those uh, like bonus stories where they're like, "Hey, look at." Look at the stuff that's happening out there. There's tons of plaques. There's tons of bars about it. There's tons of monuments. Um, his 
his uh, biographer, William Drury, wrote that, by the way, the book on Amazon is $600. Can't get it. Yeah, it's not. It's not I couldn't read it yeah. the other day. Uh, San Francisco lived off Emperor Norton, not Norton off San Francisco. Because of all the souvenirs and the like, the people that came from all around to because of the railroad to mm-hmm. come see the town that had Emperor Norton. Yeah, I mean, incredible. Um, if only he had a TikTok. That's fucking cool, man. If only he had a watch. <laughs> a I'm trying to find the. Um... But it's a little bit of you know, uh, I guess. Toy Texan spirit, isn't it? Or it's like, oh, well, fucking like San Francisco's doing its own thing here. Like, well, yeah, you know, Texas is far more like serious about like, oh, we're our own republic, but like, it, 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 yeah, you just it's a, it, it was a good time. You go out there for some goofs, you, you know, and uh, you take the train as far as it can go, you get off of there, and then you. Get into uh, you take then you cross the yeah into San Francisco and you and you and you maybe you run into this this wacky guy. But I guess I think there's also like just this thing of like you know it's another world. Uh, it takes a minute to assimilate into uh, a a uh, an immigrant city uh, like New York has, and and by then sure. it kind of has right, and it's always changing, of course. But it'd be kind of newer to San Francisco, and you go like, "Oh, well, what if we all kind of like rallied around this one mascot to to make it be like, okay, we do know well, that we, we are kind of like a hodgepodge city, but well, yeah, I mean, I mean, I think, I think, I think what you're you're kind of leading to is like there was no established American history of San Francisco. And so, yes. so he became part of, you know, it was like I was saying earlier, like the people who were elevated to the positions of power, he was already, he was already part of the history for them. Right. So, you know, so everybody who, by the time he, he was getting older, all of those people elevated those positions and all those people, all these people were basically, they grew up with him. Right. Right. And so they, you know, they became his champion because He's me. he was part of their, their yeah. myth, mythos of the city them, itself. He, right. You know, it's kind of like how, um. It's not the same, but Mike Tyson took care of and paid for Iceberg Slim's funeral. Mm-hmm. You know, like I I know you from like growing up, like in my childhood and stuff, and I know you're kind of fucked up now, but like you don't have to worry anymore. And I'm gonna make sure you have a real nice ass funeral. It happened to him. He died when they when the coroner or the police went to his, his place. His landlord said he was around sixty five. Didn't know. There was like two dollar coins in his house, pictures of Queen Victoria, a couple of Kane's hats, and his uniform. Like Whoa. he was broke. Yeah. Um, here's what the the call said uh, um, about him after in that obituary, the uh, in the uh, Le Roi et Mort uh, uh, article. <sighs> On the reeking pavement, in the darkness of a moonless night. Under the dripping rain, Norton the First, by the grace of God, Emperor of the United States and Protector of Mexico, <laughs> departed this life. And then the city uh, paid for a plot of land at the Masonic Cemetery, got him a rosewood casket, mm. 
and buried him there. And then years later, after they, they did something with that area, and so they 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 exhumed a bunch him. of bodies. No, they exhumed a bunch of bodies, including his, right. and, and took him to Woodlawn. Mm. Do you know why it was Masonic? Oh, like uh, they were just. Pe- I mean. He was not a Mason, I can tell you that. Unless he might have been for those three years, but or they just you know, let the it. The Masonic they, Lodge, honorary you know, member. Yeah, I mean the Masonic Cemetery, like you know Forest Lawn. Mm. I'm whatever. I'll get Albert buried there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's in tons of like um, works of fiction and stuff uh, as kind of this legendary character. Yeah. Um, and I think he, uh, I think he's just a really nice guy. Yeah. I think more than anything is the people that are nice. Yeah, and you hope, you know, there's some people that are like, <laughs> but, you know, for the most part. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> that are ironically nice to him. Yes, of course. I think there's, there's always, always going to be ironic toleration. Always, always those people. But I think in San Francisco, man, they are just like super tolerant, maybe a little more than they should be. Okay, here, here, here's what I but, think. But with him, he deserved it. Here's where I think it could be uh, ironically uh, treated and it's like you had like a psychotic break from not having money so that you decided instead maybe you were, it was just a crisis of identity you were royalty yeah. but it's it, it's an easy thing to shit on where you'd be like oh you couldn't handle being broke like the rest of us so like instead you were like oh no I'm the right. fucking emperor Right. when really maybe what it was after being around all those people being like I can be broke and still be a better person than those people. Yeah, maybe. You know what I mean? It's trading places. Right. It's trading places. Like, I've been around rich people. Yeah. This is me quoting him in my mind. Right. I've been around these fucking people. And they don't get what's up. Their shit stinks. Right. I can wear... I and mean, that's kind of a thing, too, though, where you go, like, uh, you know, no matter how poor I am, I'm still royalty, like, inherently. Mm-hmm. And part of that is is being an altruistic person and doing the right thing. Right, you know the uh, the the nefarious it, flip side of that is Donald Trump. I'm broke, but I'm royal. Right, exactly. The, you know, this guy was doing kind of the exact opposite, and yeah. everybody else was just like supporting him so much, where they were just going like, "Yeah, that's our guy." Huh? I mean, the fucking police saluting him is pretty great, but it's also the, like the it, U.S. Army gave him epaulets, like for yeah. his uniform. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but it's also like one what of these- a great I mean if there's ever been an Uncle Sam right and it's also one of these things where you go like he was kind of the neighborhood watch right he was just the mm-hmm. guy that was like around and like you what? know he, he's not retiring to like some fucking like you know mansion or whatever he's just the guy that's literally on the street so right. everybody there is gonna love him <sighs> And also, he kind of, like you said, like, he does know what's up. He can be like, oh, here's what was jumping off on fucking, like, you know. I'm down there. I am, I think it's, like, a combination of your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man and kind of, like, Uncle Sam, Captain America thing. Where, like, you know, he was way ahead of his time with civil rights shit. Right. Um, he went to bat for, um, this is, like, 100 years before Rosa Parks, but, like, uh... Civil rights stuff and yeah, civil rights as well. Uh, but black women, black women sued the city for not being able to ride in the streetcars, and and black children not being able to go to public school and stuff. And he was like, uh, uh-uh. um, that's not popular back then. Maybe no. in San Francisco it is, but like, also remember that 
England had, I mean, even though it was only two, but like England had like outlawed slavery way before. <laughs> right. Um, but, you know, to be on the right side of history when it's unpopular is to me very Captain America. Yes. And Captain America is just a symbol, mm. right? Well, uh, he or, was or so a, was Uncle Sam. He was a symbol. He was a symbol of San Francisco. Right. And, and, if not the country, like, or what the country should aspire to. Right. Right. I mean, but, you know, one of the reasons being why on the street, it was like, why should we let him get away with this? Or why should we celebrate him so much? Because if, if he dies, that little thing about San Francisco being the special place. It. And not only that, it was that he was really, we're like, attracting a lot. He was, of tourists. The, <laughs> he, he was the guy saying like, I'm the emperor. And like, what do I say goes like, Oh, Congress hasn't surrendered yet. That's weird. Because I just said you need to like. Anyways, this pothole needs filling. But yeah, yeah, but yeah. he was also going like, you know, since I am on the street, like, That's I'm, the- I'm kind of more like democratic than any of these fucking frauds that you elect. Because yeah. like I'm like, I'm here on the street in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Like, m- what about you? My beat never right, ends. Right, right. right, I'm always out here, and uh, you know. I mean, this guy was emperor of the whole country. And I'm sure he put in more steps in San Francisco than Pelosi has. <laughs> She's too old to walk these days. I mean, I like her big tits, but like. Jesus Christ. Heavy, right? No, it doesn't count anymore. What? <laughs> what do you mean it doesn't count anymore? There's two of them. Perfect ending to your <laughs> exhaustive profile. All I'm saying is. <laughs> you love big tits. How yeah. can you. No, yeah, I mean, who doesn't? He might be the most representative person of San Francisco of all time. But yes, and but, to be a representative. But, while, while, but also Gavin Newsom but, is too. But while taking a title that was never meant to be representative, he just kind of adopted representation, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, he was kind of yeah. like. Hey, uh, Batman declared himself Batman. <laughs> Did he not? Okay. He did say, I'm Batman. I'm a symbol, something elemental, everlasting. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Some roles are self-appointed. Right. And they are illegal, but we tolerate them because they are doing more good than harm. I also think his soft approach was also like, I, I need a place to stay and, yeah, and not yeah, get yeah, hurt. Like yeah. so, I'm going to be a benevolent emperor. I think was kind of part of his yes, thing. Yes, yes. You can eat that. People were nice <laughs> to him, and and he was very nice to them. And yeah, that's really what's so special about this case is it's not a drop of bloodshed. Nothing right, is right, nothing's right. legally binding. Uh, it's it's just really a guy talking crazy. Mm-hmm. And everybody just goes. Not even crazy. Yeah, not not even that crazy. Not but that ev- crazy, but everybody's yeah, going. The like, idea itself is a little okay. But we're gonna go like okay, we're going along with what you're saying. And uh, it's like having like the Grand Marshal of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Was it Gary Sinise? Who cares? Mm-hmm. But hey, you're the Grand Marshal today. Right. I think he also invented the term um, "king for a day." Where, Nor- Norton did. Yeah, he would like find stuff in the newspaper of like a kid rescuing a cat or like anybody that did like a crazy good deed. Mm-hmm. And you say you're king for a day. You're a king for that's a day. Cool. And I think he'd give him his hat. Oh, and, that's and so stuff. cool. Yeah. yeah. He seemed like a really cool yeah, dude. Yeah, he seemed like a good dude. That's Friendly nice. neighborhood emperor. That's a thing. That's nice. Yeah, that's the thing. We're no like, cross dressing, no pe- hooking. The real kings are, are chosen by the people. And yeah. and, and he was because yeah. he was a kind Because man. he said it and they said, yeah. But and so they did choose it. Yeah. But he, he how be- many other assholes said it? He backed it up. 
and they backed him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? yeah, that's that's his. Yeah, that's him. That's very sweet, Aaron. Yeah, I, I think it's a. Uh, it's been a long time coming. Yeah, I'm glad you did that one. That was good. I, I feel mean, good about yeah. it. It was reading about it and listening to it. It was a feel good one. I mean, it sucks that he was poor and died, but he seemed to fucking dude. San Francisco's a decent place to be poor back then. Yeah. Uh, kind of now too, if you like pavement. But uh, <laughs> what? Who doesn't love pavement? Yeah, man? the band is great, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gone too soon. No, that's that a great. A- I do, I do. Uh, San Francisco's a, a a great city. Shout out to all your San Franciscoites out there. Clean it up a little bit. Uh, man, those Frisco's rule, dude. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I think San Francisco is so interesting because it does have to me this total parallel with New York and like it is a condensed little city but it is and they maintain a lot of their history and it's it's but yeah. it's it's also just kind of the the west coast response to New York in a way oh Oakland used to be called Brooklyn ah wow and now Oakland is Brooklyn right yeah and no uh, San Francisco is just just an insane uh uh VC or uh well, yeah, or, that's if you tech. go up like to fucking Sausalito or whatever that place is. I don't know, um, but it's 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 it's, it's a little condensed, sport. tiny city kind of on like, on the water with big ass with hills. a prisoner island, right? Rikers, right? Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's very it's very very New York, and um, you know what they have great? What's great about San Francisco? And I I I'm gonna leave it. The bar, the, the the engineering of the city is very well done. It it's is, not it like is, LA or, or or a lot of other planned out cities, right? Especially because the terrain it's, is right. not really hospitable, right? Mm-hmm. But it's organically created, and therefore it's trial and error, trial and error thing. And then you know the freeway just goes around the city. It does, yeah. Yes. When you're doing the freeway, you can be like, I need to go over there. That's and what DC just, is like, right? And you, <laughs> DC traffic's horrible. Yeah. But you just go around and you it's elevated and you can see everything and 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 you go, and they make it work. Yeah, one time I uh, I did I, I I took a bunch of mushrooms in the, in the morning in San Francisco, and then I just went you just, I just went I'm gonna go to that park, and then when I got to that park, so I went, many parks. I went oh, I'll go to that park. Great parks, and then great I went to the, the next park, and then I went to the next park. All of a sudden, I'm in Golden Gate Park, and I just walked across the entire Isn't city on mushrooms, and I was like, "This is fantastic!" The good what city a nice you walk time. around on good mushrooms. Good fucking time. You nice probably time weren't the only one, pal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no, it was with a friend of mine. No stigma <laughs> with, with their. <laughs> it was the emperor. Yeah. <laughs> it was the, the caterpillar the on the mushroom from <laughs> Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> it's just a series of parks. You just go park to park. Uh, a great public transit uh, system that doesn't, you know, there's no stigma to it. No. And then there's the BART, which yes. is great. Which is great. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's pretty cool to keep like you know they've got the sh- they've got you know their buses are the streetcars now like yeah. they run on the electric wire mm-hmm. or they're hybrid electric but they also like in Union Square they have all these old streetcars the old from, trolleys but from cities all around so there's an L A one there's a San Francisco one there's a San Diego one look at it really yeah it's cool dude they're, and they all reflect the style of the era. Sick. It was mad cool, dude. That's very nice. Um, if you guys want to go back, we can go back. I always want to go back. Uh, San Francisco. I'm gonna be in a bed with my girlfriend. You guys can sit in your own bed, but we can all go do stuff after. Okay. Could probably take a photo shoot with your big balls. How about a photo shoot with Michelangelo's David? Duchovny? No, we already did that. No, no, no. But we're gonna call him up. Dude, uh, uh, we're gonna post this picture on the Instagram. It'll be up before this. It'll be up before this episode. Um. 
and uh david's company should we weigh, weigh in on yeah, the instagram get, when, get, i mean yeah. you guys will see the instagram picture before this episode is up mm. but if you haven't go on the instagram like it tag David, David Duchovny, and for that matter, Jillian Anderson. I mean, she's yeah. just a nice Get her lady. Involved. She's what a nice Is that she a beautiful, talented woman? Oh, oh my God. God. I think lady. she's more beautiful than ever. I think her and She's Kate... a heretically beautiful woman. Heretically? Heretically. And it's hereditary. <laughs> well, heretically. Um, guys, you are my San Francisco treats. Mm, thank you. You're one of the best motherfuckers of all time. I swear to God, you squirt Reynolds. <laughs> May he rest in peace as well. Uh, yeah. Aaron, I love you. That was fantastic. Love you, boys. That was fun. Uh, I'm going to say goodnight. My name is John Fahey. I'm Aaron Pita. Matt Perso. Good night, everybody. We love you to bits. Good night. Podcast Network.